0: Hi, welcome to CBC Women Podcast, where we talk about life, love, and leading with a servant heart. Today, our topic of conversation is going to be how to be a Christian woman. I'm excited that you're here and I appreciate your time. So let's get started as we open up with our first guest. Hi, thanks for joining us today. This is our first podcast um, here at CBC in the women's department. My name is Stephanie Romero and I am the discipleship coordinator. And I actually am sitting here with our, um, Pastor Stephanie Blakeslee. Hello, how women's how's department. everybody
1: out there in the podcast world? I
0: know. Thank you for tuning in. This is our first podcast, so please bear with us. We are working out the kinks with audio and, um, just uploading Yeah, everything. I hope you can hear so. us
1: okay, but, uh, want to, um, uh, use this time to, to be in our community and what better way to do it than, uh having a podcast that's out there for all the working women or the moms that are out in their homes. There's a lot of moms in the homes that need to be attached to women yeah. on the outside of their home. And this is a great way to do it. Absolutely. So, and I love day. it.
0: I love it. Cause I'm, I'm a podcast junkie. If I can say that I, so I drive, I'm obviously I have three boys, um, four five and 18 and I'm always driving in the car. Yeah, yep. And so I just feel like that's valuable time to, um, feed myself and so I love podcasts and I thought wow you know what our department can really benefit from offering that to other women and just kind of provide an after show really that's that's what this podcast will will
1: kind of yeah and I love that idea of um you know helping us stay connected because you know there's times as a mama that we we can't leave our homes or as a working woman even I have some friends that are working women that don't have children and their their lives are busy but they want to be connected with other women and I think that's so important and we can uh, be encouraged by each other and learn stuff from each other and I think this is a hopefully be a good way for us to do that and keep keep women connected with other women yeah so
0: absolutely so thanks for tuning in and listening to us Um, We are based out of San Antonio, Texas, for those of you who have never heard of us before. Uh, We are Community Bible Church, and what we've been doing is following along Pastor Ed Newton's message. So if you're familiar with him, he's been talking about the Winsome series the last few weeks. And what we wanted to take this opportunity to um, just do a little mini after show. We want to be able to gather around the table and talk about
1: how his message spoke to us. Um, Which is important, I think, because, you know, a lot of times we go to church. I know myself, I'll go to church, and uh, that's all fine and dandy to to hear mm. what our uh, pastors are saying to us. It's very important that we do that. However, how do we apply it to our lives? What does that look like? Um, And I do love this Winsome series, our our lead pastor's crushing it, and so applicable to all Mm. women.
0: And it's beautiful because it's the perfect time to start. I mean, this is totally a God thing. We've been wanting to start for a while now and to be able to start with this series it's just it's a god thing really mm-hmm. um the other day i was thinking about um, my upbringing and just trying to count the number of women in my life who were good christian role models and i don't have very many and and you know i'm 38 today yeah happy birthday <laughs> it's to my Stephanie. birthday it's a birthday <laughs> um which is is wonderful but it's um You know, I I can count on one hand how many people have talked about Jesus or really um, just
1: intentionally intentionally
0: been a role model for me uh, as it uh, pertains to that. And that's not that's not good. You know, I've been on the earth 38 years and I can only think of four or five people. And many of those weren't even women. So I think about. How, how we can be winsome? How can be winsome? And how do we model that for other women in the community? And I just thought, you know what? Let's talk about the the current um, sermon, and then how how do we apply that to life? You know, how can we be Christian women? That's yeah. important. I don't and think so, we ever asked that or talk about that.
1: So anybody that's joining us, you know, anywhere you are, you you know, welcome to go out and listen to the sermon series. But it's not required to do that to hear this podcast. I think. Uh, hopefully, we'll be just talking about some uh, things that impact us all. But um, the word winsome that our pastor uses, I think it's important. Um, we want to be winsome so we can win some. You know, we we are uh, to be attractive to those that aren't Christians. Right. And that's really what we're talking about there. How do we do that as Christian women? Because um, quite honestly, uh, most um, well, you can say that half of America, at least, cannot relate to Christians—not mm-hmm. just Christian women, but Christians in general. Right. And I think this is an important conversation for us to have because it's frustrating for me, knowing the joy that I have in my life because of my faith, and seeing women, in particular, living in defeat. Right. But they're they're offended by Christians because the Christians have come across as being judgmental. Right. Christians have come across as being boring, which is, woo, that one kicks me in the pants every time because I, my friends are not boring. I got some good Christian friends that aren't boring. Um, but we've also segregated, uh, big word, segregated ourselves right. from people that aren't like us. And and wow, when I look at um, our ultimate leader, Jesus Christ, he didn't do that. Right. He actually loved people well. um, And that was important. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, we talk about what it looks like to be a Christian woman. Uh, I think that we need to get back to the basics of loving people well.
0: Well, and and you talk about Jesus, and he loved people well, but he loved them where they were at. That's right. At the time. So he met people exactly where they were. He didn't say, clean up your act and come talk to me in two weeks or in two years. That's right. He was accepting and loving and gracious and kind and all of those things. And so... As we ask ourselves or look at ourselves and we ask ourselves the hard questions how am I being a Christian woman and what does that look like so is my life worth modeling and that's important because it's although it's a hard question if we're intentional about it we can really stop and say "Ooh, there's some things I probably need to clean up in my life or why well, I was good today but yesterday I don't yeah. know if anybody was watching I don't know
1: yeah and you know there's this false thing that um well, you know, you work at the church, so you, you've got it all together and your life is perfect. And I say that and, and laugh, you know, sometimes it takes my teenage kids to put me in line, Mm. you know, and, and I've heard my teenage kids say stuff like, Hey mom, I'm, I thought we weren't going to yell at each other. (laughs) They're talking to me and then I had to remember, Hey, I'm a real person too. Right. And uh, thank goodness for grace and mercy. Absolutely. Right. Um, but we need to, to love others well um, and be winsome and and not uh, segregate ourselves. I think that's important. Um, really been laid upon my heart in the last couple of years to be in our community and um, live in lives that are attractive to other people. Right. And when, when I'm around somebody that seems to have it all together, I really, that's not attractive to me. Right. I'm actually like, I don't want to be around them because I'm scared I'm going to mess up. Right. Because their life is so perfect, right? Right. I'd rather be around people that go, hey, you know what? I messed up today. And that are real and transparent. Yeah, there's something to be said about people
0: being authentic and transparent, but also giving you access to their life. Because that's where the true connection happens, right? Is, is hey, I am what I am and I've done what I've done, but God, mm-hmm. Right. Um, And there's a lot of situations where people don't have a relationship with God, and that's okay, but how do we love them through and walk them through into a relationship where God can reveal himself Mm -hmm. and and there there can be that spiritual connection, you know, and that's important. And, you know, Pastor Ed talked about in the first week of the Winsome series, honor Mm, and the importance of honor. And, again, to all of our listeners— Okay, that's great. We go to church, we hear the message, honor, awesome. But then, how do we live that out? That's right. How do you honor? And how do we display honor? So, I mean, literally, what are some examples? So, when you think of honor, and thinking about a, a, a woman in today's society or any society, I mean, really, how do you walk out? Well, and, and I,
1: I, I, I think uh, we have to, as women, start honoring uh, all people. Um, And, you know, I think about uh, people were created in the image of God, whether they believe in God or not, Mm -hmm. whether they're an atheist, whether they're uh, Buddhist or whatever the faith is. um, I don't believe Christians as a whole. And then there's some great examples of how Christians have done that well. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of examples of where Christians have fallen short with honoring people. Right. Because they're different. Um, So when I think about honor, I think we need to honor Everyone, And realize that anybody that you're speaking to is someone created by our creator. Right. And that's very important. And that person doesn't have to look the same as you. That person doesn't have to be the same age as you. That person doesn't have to have the same faith uh, as you. But we are to honor them. And some practical ways to do that are really in your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's at your workplace. Um, you know, maybe it's in your neighborhood. I'm guilty of pulling into my garage after a long day of work, talking to people and being tired and pulling into my garage, shutting the garage door and going in my house and sitting by myself with my neighbors in the front yard, watering their grass. Right. And I didn't honor them just to say, Hey, hello, neighbor. How are you? Right. How's your day? And, and we need to start being um, people that honor others well and putting others first and their needs, and that's very important. Right, and you know, perception is
0: everything. So I'm just as guilty as you are of pulling into the garage and shutting it. Um, you know, I recently met with a neighbor and that went extremely well, I had her over. And as as we're having conversation, I, you know, tell her, she asked where I work. I said, I work here at Community Bible Church. And she said, oh, you wor- you actually work at the church? That's your, your you're hired there, you're not a volunteer. Mm-hmm. I said, yes. And so she shares that she um, uh, was volunteering with the AXE team at at a local Catholic church. And so here we are, you know, relating. Um, But I had to tell her, like, listen, I'm so sorry we haven't gotten together. I, you know, Mm -hmm. have three boys. One of them uh, has a disability. So we close the garage, and he's on a routine. And it's not that I don't want to go out and meet the neighbors. I just, I'm still clocked in on my son's time. Right. And I have things to do. But perception is, you know, and she shared with me, wow, you know, my daughter said, mom, I don't think they want to talk to us. And that's so far from the truth. They just don't know the whole story. And how many times do we walk into people's lives or chapters of their lives and just we don't know the whole story. And and that's not for us to figure out. Right. But how do we honor them and, and acknowledge them and love them through um Just even
1: saying hello, right? And and it's all the difference in the world. And and it's so important. It's just the little things, acknowledging people and not being so busy. You know, I think busyness is a tool from the devil because it keeps us so distracted. And I think even um, non-believers would agree with that. That busyness um, distracts us from important things, from loving our family well, from loving our neighbors well. And uh, our coworkers, or whatever that, wherever we are, you know, that's that's a great place to start with honoring others, right. and just looking around. Not you're not having to do anything extra as far as going. Oh well, if I'm going to honor people, well, then I'm going to have to host a party, or I'm going to have to. Those things are great, but I think every day in our routine in the carpool line let the other person pull out in front of you right you know even in driving down the road that's the hardest part for me (laughs) is driving home ready to get home and there's always someone that wants to pull out in front of me and and i think about uh wow you know what is it in me that doesn't want to honor that other person that's driving even though they've you know pulled out in front of me and haven't done it well uh you know i should be able to go hey that's okay let them go right let them go maybe they're in a hurry to get home to a sick child who knows you know Uh, but there's just opportunities everywhere for us to honor uh, people and get away from the busyness and just stop and look around
0: absolutely and I I feel that the sooner that we die to our expectations and our egos Mm. and worry about looking inward then the more able we're able to display these characteristics that pastor talks about honor being one of them because we tell ourselves this story um as my neighbor did not intentionally sometimes we just oh well i guess they don't want to talk to me right we tell ourselves the story and then we have this expectation that's not met and then somebody along the line gets hurt or feels offended and that's not the case but maybe if we're intentional Mm -hmm. right with acknowledging people and displaying honor and 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 just love
1: um, that makes the world of the difference. I love what you s- just said about uh, your schedule or, you know, getting on, uh, I can't remember the exact verbiage there, but you said something about uh, dying to yourself. And, you know, we, we wake up every day with our, our to-do list, right? Right. I'm going to do this. i got to do this. And for me, my personality is to go and and work and do, and I love what I do, get to do, and, and that's great. But sometimes I get so caught up in my to-do list, right. I forgot you know, I forget to look around and see. There's other people that have needs around me that, you know, sometimes it's just a, a, a hey, how are you? You know, you, you look nice today, but I'm so busy with my to-do list rattling around in my head. I forget to, to say that to the person at the grocery store right. or, uh, you know, the guy helping me take out uh, groceries to my car. Right. Some of those uh, ways to honor people are so simple. It really is simple. And I, I think, um, in in my mind, if everybody that calls himself Christian uh, in our world, and let's just say in, in San Antonio, Texas, or in uh, the state of Texas, or the United States of America, if we would honor all of the people in our sphere of influence, I believe it would change our world. Oh. Drastically, just honoring them, and that's not saying I have to align with what they believe. Right, doesn't have to, you know, whatever their lifestyle looks like. That I don't have to live the same lifestyle. But we can honor people, and if we were to do that well, what would that look like? Right. What if we consistently did that? Yeah.
0: And gosh, can we just start in our own homes? Because I don't know about you.
1: Uh-huh. But no, I'm do, yeah, I, I have do it some per- rough moments, but I know you, <laughs> no, you have it all together. I'm perfectly, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I do it perfect at home. Right. Okay, so I'm lying, and I need to <laughs> repent right now. I don't do it perfectly at home. I think one of the places I struggle with honor is those closest to me. Right. You know, I have teenagers in my house that are amazing kids. Um, but they're teenagers, and sometimes... Uh, that rubs mama wrong they do something that's offensive to me right we take um, it personal we, or they don't meet yeah. our expectations yeah Right. yeah they don't meet the expectation mm-hmm. and then I'm not honoring them right. with my actions towards them uh, so I repent of that probably more than anything and have to go back to them and say hey mom messed up but what a, what a beautiful lesson
0: in that right you're discipling your children and your spouse who's able to see how humble you are in that situation. And you're honoring them by saying, Hey, yeah, I'm a Christian woman, but I make mistakes. And guess what? That's okay. God forgives me. And hopefully you'll forgive me and give me grace and mercy. And there's a whole lesson in that. It is. It is. It really is
1: good. Uh, discipleship or good, a good lesson. Right. Um, I don't do it perfectly. You know, I still have, you know, and I think every parent would say this, I've got a ways to go. There's no perfect parents, right? We all get some things wrong. And, and I do too. I mess things up on a regular basis. Uh, but I think it is, um, good to teach those around us too, that it's okay to say you're sorry and to say, Hey, messed up. Yeah. That's actually, uh, honoring someone when you, when you go back and you apologize, say I messed up. Right. And I shouldn't have done that. And, um, yeah, there's always a reason for me to do that, and my mouth gets me in so much trouble.
0: Yeah, ditto. Uh, same same thing here. Um, but, you know, in, in this conversation, I keep thinking about um, pastor and author Jo Saxton, and she says, you can't be what you can't see.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: I think that's so important because how can we expect our household, our children, our spouse, our friends, um, other women that we're leading— to be what they can't see, mm-hmm. so that so again, it starts with each of us as individuals. Mm-hmm. Is how are we living out our lives, and how can we yep. be, uh, be examples? Not perfect, not perfection, you know. But how can we be transparent and give people access to our lives so that we do see how we handle when we do make mistakes? Mm-hmm. Because we're not anywhere in, uh, close to being like Jesus.
1: Well, and I think access to our lives, what you just
0: said, is key. Right, which is it's just huge sacrifice Mm -hmm. that a lot of people are not willing to make Mm -hmm. Um, and people would rather close the doors to that and say oh I don't have it all together maybe next week after I Mm -hmm. sweep and mop and and obviously this goes much further than the superficial part of it but that's what we do a lot of times is we're not ready to deal with um, certain topics or or hurts habits and hang-ups that we've had during our life Mm -hmm. so we just say, well that person has it all together, I better not show them my ugly side. Right. right? And it's the it's the complete opposite because I don't know about you, but when I see um a pastor or a sermon or somebody give their testimony or or even just a random friend that I or a person that ends up being a friend, the more transparent and the more that they divulge in like, hey, here's my story. The more connected I am versus somebody that's polished, buttoned up, and put together that's mm-hmm. not letting me
1: in. It's so true. It's so true. And I see it uh, many times here. Uh, women that are being successful um, with honoring others and uh, being able to tell others about Jesus and their faith are, are women that are giving access to their lives right. to others and showing them, hey, you know, uh, this, is, this is what it looks like you know to be a christian and it it doesn't mean we're perfect that access is is important um i think it's very interesting like you said joe saxon said we cannot uh, be what we cannot see it's such a powerful statement and and i'm reminded of that a lot i look at the world you know we want to tell people that jesus is love right jesus is love you know and the bible defines god is love and and you know, it's just his very essence. And but yet, we don't love people well. Right. So how how can we uh, lead someone to a savior that's known as love uh, when we don't love people well? Right. And by the way, loving people well needs means you've got to be in front of them. Right. If I'm just hanging out with people that believe the same way I believe Mm. then how am I going to lead those to this God of love that I speak of if I'm not in their lives and part of the community and doing that well and uh, I'm so passionate about this because quite honestly I was that person I did not grow up in a Christian home. I grew up in a great home, and I had parents that loved and support me and did great things for me. But Christ was not the center of that. But there were people um, that actually loved me in spite of me as I uh, became an adult. And I learned what it was like to be a Christian woman from other Christian women that loved me. And, man, I was a... a a mess, a hot mess at best. <laughs> you know, I had women that would Alice, say at least hey, you were
0: a hot mess. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> you know the reason I learned that uh Christian women shouldn't be going around cursing all the time is because I had a Christian woman that loved me enough and said, Hey, you yeah. might wanna watch your language there, Missy. Well, and that's that's perfect. <laughs> well know? and that leads
0: me to my question um for you and actually those of you that are listening I want you to think back to your life before you knew Jesus, like you're speaking of, and who were the people that lived extraordinary lives that attracted you to their faith in Jesus?
1: Oh, wow. So, um, you, you know, there was a couple in Mississippi. I always think about them. Um, their family, I was a good friend in high school. It was a girl that I went to high school with, and, you know, we'd have sleepovers at her house. And after going to the movies or whatever and her parents were so much fun. Mm. They were absolutely fun, kept us giggling, did just crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Would come and wake us up and go, "Hey, y'all want ice cream or you know, just silly. I don't know, it was just silly stuff um that we would do and I just thought, "Man, that's I want to be like them." Right. I didn't realize then Um, that it was really Jesus that I was attracted to in them. It was the Jesus in them. They were just real, and they did not judge me because Mm -hmm. I didn't go to church all the time. Right. They were real Christian people, and that's uh, Tommy and Jolene Strickland. I Mm -hmm. still see them when I'm in Mississippi visiting, but they were instrumental. They just, you know, honestly, I can't even remember a time that they shared Jesus with me. I don't remember them ever sitting down with me and, and going through... The plan of salvation, yeah. But they walked the walk, they walk the and walk. they accepted me for who I was. Right. Gosh. Well, that's so important because
0: when I think about myself too, I think about honor. Also equals, in in my opinion, invitation. Mm. The invitation to to come as you are, and the invitation to just be who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think back to my childhood, and I was invited um to a few different churches um I was raised Catholic so I had one particular friend in second grade who was on fire for Jesus and would invite me to the Wednesday night uh I'm sure it was like their youth group but I thought Wednesday night well that's that's weird because it was different than what I was raised on
1: yeah what are you doing on Wednesdays
0: up there at that church (laughs) and gosh we don't you know we don't like as human beings change different it's it's not easy to accept that um but she always invited with love. Now, I never accepted because I was, you know, obviously a child and I needed a uh, family to take me and that, that just didn't work out with my mom's schedule at the time. But I just think about invitation. And so I wanna ask all of the viewers and, and you as well, um, you know, a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to lead people um, to the Lord and we miss the intention behind, like you said, It's not about, let me read all the scripture to you. It's not about how many times you go to church. It's not about, uh, you know, all of the... It's not our task or our checklist. But it's literally loving them where they are and inviting them for coffee. Or inviting them um, to dinner at your home, Mm -hmm. right? It's that invitation. That's right. It's that. It's the quality time and the intention to actually um, honor people as they are.
1: Well, and people don't uh, care how much you know. Until they know how much you care. Right. I mean, so, uh, you know, I, I try to tell Christian women, hey, sometimes we just need to put the Bible aside. Now, let me explain that because people will tar and feather and send emails to me all day long and say I don't like Bible <laughs> study. That's not what I'm saying. I actually love Bible study. I read the Word of God every day. Every woman that I'm mentoring, I'm suggesting they be in the Word every day. Every uh, class that we... Uh, lead here at cbc every women's group i suggest it be surrounded uh you know around the word of god the word of god is important
0: absolutely but
1: for someone that doesn't know the word of god for us to lead in with well god says you need to act this way or do this that's offensive that's challenging for them right and you know i loved what jesus did like you know let's take the woman at the well he didn't go up to her and say, hey, you have been sleeping around with all these men. You've had all these different husbands, and now you're living with this man. And what are you going to do about that? He didn't start off with a challenge. He actually started off with saying, hey, can I have some water? And there was an invitation there. And, and it was a pretty big invitation because she was female mm-hmm. and he was male, which was a no-no. Right. for him to approach a female that was alone without her having a male family member with her. And also, uh, she was Samaritan, and he was Jewish. Right. Uh, but when he approached her, he said, hey, can I have some water? I'm thirsty, been walking a long ways, like to have some water. And uh, and she even said, hey, why are you asking me for water? And he, he started this dialogue with her. Way, you know, before he challenged her. He didn't lead in with the challenge. And I love that. Right. And it was so attractive to this woman. You know, she, for the first time, had somebody that was talking to her, looking her in the eye. She was acknowledged. She was acknowledged. And seen. And, and heard. Right. And so many times we lead in with the Bible when that can be so challenging for someone that doesn't know the Bible. Or doesn't believe in God. Or doesn't... Or had a bad experience. Yes. And therefore is... is Uh, Walked away from that for a while. That's right. And so I I tell Christian women, hey, let's let's don't beat anybody up with the scripture. Let's put that away. And I've done that a hundred times. I have, you know, I love teaching. And the problem with that is sometimes I want to beat people up with scripture. And I have to remember, Lord, help me. Help me watch my words. Help the person sitting across from me feel loved by me. Right. Um, The best way that we can do that. As women, um, which is hard for me, but it's to listen. Mm. To listen to others and hear what are they saying. Right. And and when you you said this earlier, meeting them where they're at, well, how do you know where they're at if you're not listening? Or if
0: you're not leaving the four walls of the church. Oh, that's a great point. Right.
1: That's a great point.
0: Because I, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I pray and say, Lord, just just let me be your hands and feet today show me Mm -hmm. who I can help today Mm -hmm. but am I really uh am I blocking that blessing or am I am I really am I genuine about it because God will put people in our lives and say okay you're being called to help this person and then as christians sometimes we might negotiate oh well that doesn't really work with my schedule or ooh, not me let me let me not now i didn't mean this week this is a busy week if you could
1: just thanks for the offer but down let's talk about that next week i'm too busy this week right right
0: and and it and it's true so we do that and so anyway that that's can i tell I you a of.
1: secret now that we're having this conversation let's talk secrets let's, let's talk secrets it. it's become fun for me to have these conversations Uh, and to to honor people that are different from me. Mm. I have learned so much in the last, let's say, 18 months by intentionally starting to uh, strike up conversations with people in the community Mm -hmm. that are different, whether that be older than me or younger than me or dressed different from me or listening to a different kind of music. And it has been such a fun adventure. And, and I'm kind of, uh, you know, feel like um, there's so many Christians that are missing out on that. Yeah. You know, it, we get to be with people that are just like us, and we get comfortable in that. And they, mm-hmm. well, they believe the same way. They, you know, they're, they're parents, I'm parents. and but But that diversity brings so much fun and adventure and spice into our lives and I love that I love getting into a conversation about music with someone that has never heard Christian music before and all they've heard is you know another type of music and I'm like hey well let me listen to your music and 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 having a conversation about you know what genre they're into and 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 that person walking away you know from the conversation and uh feeling like there was a connection there we need to do right. more of that
0: well and that's so beautiful that you say that because you're actually receiving all of the goodness and the beauty that god has put in each individual person mm-hmm. everybody has gifts and talents and just something about them i mean the holy spirit mm-hmm. lives lives in all of us mm-hmm. and how beautiful is that that you're able mm-hmm. to see yeah. and and be open to receiving that because um, yeah. you know jesus was the most influential person in the entire world and he modeled the most perfect life for us and if we think about the ways that he I mean the places that he went mm-hmm. he wasn't just going to the places where everyone was buttoned up and polished yeah he, he was meeting everybody where they were at and he was so loving
1: and kind mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and you know I think about that you, you reference the Holy Spirit so I do believe all believers in Christ have the Holy Spirit and so when we think about how do we connect with those uh, that don't believe the same way, and and I think we say, God, lead us. Right. We have to hear the voice of God because there's sometimes that uh, God is calling me to have a conversation with someone, and sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's saying, you need to keep your mouth shut. Ooh, but following yeah. that yeah. and realizing um, that those that, that don't believe the way I believe, and that aren't under the the uh, the leadership of the Holy Spirit, um, are going to act differently. Right. And we need to be okay with that, and understand that um, they're created in the Im- image of God, mm-hmm. but they don't know God. Right. Uh, and they deserve our honor, and they deserve our respect. We we are res- should be a respecter of all people. Right. And anytime when I see uh, Christians um, bad mouthing others, um, I, it's offensive to me because I, you know, John thirteen thirty five. We are to be known by our love for others. That's how we're known as Christians by love. Mm-hmm. And and love, as defined in First Corinthians thirteen, I, you know is is beautiful. God's definition of love. Love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is kind. Uh, love does not keep a record of wrong you know so your neighbor hadn't been nice to you 15 times love doesn't keep a record of wrong and you know that's hard to do mm-hmm. when somebody's offended you so much but but guess what that's what we're supposed to do
0: yeah and it's all about again perspective right hurt people hurt people so if somebody is um acting out in a certain way that you're not necessarily agreeing with well maybe they were hurt now again that doesn't give people free passes but if they're hurting even more reason that maybe god is nudging you to love on them a little bit more even if it's uncomfortable yeah with sometimes we're called to do the uncomfortable things right and rely
1: on on the faith of the lord to lead us and equip us in those moments and it and it's it's important and you know as we uh, look to God to speak to us as Christian women, so when we can talk about uh, how is a, a Christian woman supposed to live, we are to high honor, but we follow in the Holy Spirit and how we do that. I had uh, uh, one of the ladies here that's leading in our church told me re- recently, because this is a, a big church, we would be classified as a mega church. Right. And um, she said that it's frustrating for her, for her to come to church, come to church. And she doesn't, nobody looks her in the eye that sits around her. Nobody is talking to each other. And I'm like, well, heck, that's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we become Christians that we are looking around and honoring everybody, whether it's at the church, um, whether it's, you know, at your home? And, and again, you know, I think the key here too is that nobody does it perfectly. I don't, I'm still learning. There are times, I'll be honest with you, I had to call someone this morning and apologize to them Mm -hmm. because my actions, um, weren't honoring to them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the Holy Spirit said, man, you messed it up. And so I called her and said, Hey, I'm going to need you to forgive me. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my intent. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything intentionally wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, but, uh, my actions, uh, maybe weren't honoring to her and, uh, and she was very forgiving to me. Right. So I'm, I'm not speaking from someone who's got it perfectly, mm-hmm. right? I don't um, claim to, to do this perfectly even as a pastor at a church mm. but I do claim to have a passion uh, for us doing this better right. and speaking this language as Christians. You know, turn on your news and see the division in our country um, we have to be uniters. God is a God of unity Right And we have to be the ones That lead the way And how to love others better You know And I I think we can do that With still standing up For our convictions mm-hmm. You know um, I don't support Abortion I have some friends um, That minister to women That are considering abortion and uh, you know that's awesome, and and regardless of what that woman does, mm-hmm. if she chooses to abort, you know we want to love those women well. I, who am I to judge, right? You know, uh, based you know what that woman decides. So I think we can still stand up for our convictions for ourselves, but love people well, right? You know, I don't have to change, you know what God's put on my heart and how I'm supposed to live. Right. And put that on other as a matter of fact I think that's what we need to do is love people where they are. Right. Instead of where we want them to be. Right.
0: Yeah, and again, dive into our expectations, right? Of people meeting uh, meeting us where we think they should be or where we're at and we think, Why aren't they there why aren't they here where mm-hmm. I am?
1: You call well, yourself a Christian but boy you're <laughs> acting that way and then we immediately start laying down the law and judging, judging. other yes. than loving Ooh, you them. like that
0: we said judging at the same time
1: yeah mm. <laughs> uh, we maybe we've had a little bit of experience with well, doing that wrong huh yeah
0: well, you know the more and more i think about honor i think about if we had to just sum it up if we could just have passion for people mm. and honor them we would go so much further in the kingdom building yeah in, beyond san antonio in texas like you said i mean it would the multiplication there would just happen much faster if we got out of our own way yeah <laughs> if we I, really just
1: and i love got out of our uh, own way. one of our other pastors here at cbc and he said this and it's certainly the truth for me i am my worst problem i am my worst pro- problem and i think that those of us that look at ourselves realistically will see yeah i am my worst problem you know there's a lot of things i do quite well but there's a lot of things that I need to improve on, but looking at that and saying, God help me. How do you want me to do and, and live and and, and what does today look like for you and listening to God? One of the things that I, I see in our the notes that we had from talking about uh, honor, you know, um, bless people, bless people. Man, I am incredibly blessed and, and I have so much to be thankful for. We should be a people that are out blessing others. Right and and giving it in abundance and uh, we've got to do a better job with that in our community and, right. and, and win some mm-hmm. and be winsome mm-hmm. uh, through honor be winsome through honor so that we can win some right you know thank goodness for grace and mercy I'm in need of it and I do not want justice uh, you know if I had to go to the uh, gates of heaven today and and uh try to get into heaven based on uh, justice i'm in trouble (laughs) i'm in trouble i just want you to know because justice is that place (laughs) yes i'm I'm a sinner and uh, but grace and mercy right Uh, we've received so much grace and mercy we need to be a people that extends that grace and mercy to others right and uh, when we do that it is attractive People are like, hey, why why are you so nice to me? I wasn't nice to you, but you were nice to me back. Right. What's up with that? And, and then we can say, hey, you know, God's extended grace to me. Who am I not to extend it to others? Right.
0: Well, I... So... I love that. Thank you for sharing. I love talking about this, and I love this little after show thing. Uh, well, thank you for hanging out
1: with me on your birthday. So, oh, yes. So how old are you today? I'm 38. 38, 38 years old, and years are you young. doing something fun? Uh, well, I'm here, and I'm doing this, so this Working is extremely fun. and doing podcasts and yes. fun stuff on your birthday. Yeah, so well absolutely. may God bless you on your birthday. And thank you. And you ladies that are out there, I would uh, encourage you to. Or men. Yeah, or men. <laughs> anybody that's out there listening, and uh, to, uh, if you're a part of our CBC Women Facebook page, uh, send Stephanie Romero a birthday note today. Oh, goodness. And encourage her. Or at the very least, follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook, CBC Women. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're in San Antonio, Texas. Or follow us on Instagram. Our handle is CBC Women. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be doing this each week. And so I, I do want to have a little call of action here. Besides following us on all of our social media, I'd like for you to... Um, as you go on throughout the, go out throughout the week. Um, just ask yourself if you have a life worth imitating. Mm, and it may be a, a hard great. question, and you may not want to uh, necessarily have a conversation about that with God. But what's God saying to you about that? Uh, and and I don't know. See that's what happens. Great,
1: that's a great challenge. Yeah,
0: I know. I'll do it. And uh, well, I'm sure he'll point out what I need to clean yes. up. And oh. that that that's a constant thing. But about that next week awesome so thanks so much for tuning in we appreciate your time we know you can be uh listening to other podcasts so we appreciate you listen and uh love and hugs to you god bless you peace out thanks